Father of mine. Dear Meathead, brought to you by the Trail of Tears at jmsynthetics.com. Get all your Amsoil products at jmsynthetics.com. Father of mine, take me back to the day. Meathead at your service. Good morning, sir. Hey, Dad, how are you? I'm well. Yeah? Good, uh, good start to the day? Yeah, hey, hold on a minute. I got to get this volume going on his phone. Hold on. Oh, okay. Happens every time we do this. Every time. Like okay. Okay. So, you're in business. What did you say about the day? So you're you're in business. You're up and around. You're ready to go. I am. My coffee's all gone. And, uh, uh, you know, hey, my brain is uh, not yep. the best. Got a. <laughs> No, but, uh, it, I, okay. I disagree. I think it's the best. Okay. Well, God bless you, honey. <laughs> right on. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, life is a great thing, you know, if you don't let the, the challenges that you see every day get a hold of you, you know? Life is a great thing. I agree with that, Dad. Uh, you know what? Out of all the things you said recently, I think... Let me write that down. Life is a great thing if you don't let the challenges of the day get in your way. That's right. So what you're saying is, you know, don't let it bother you. Don't let it bother you. And then allow people to have opinions and don't argue with their opinion. Well, what if it's a horrible opinion? Well, then, I mean, you know, be reasonable, will you? I mean, if something is horrible, I want to say, uh, sorry, I don't agree with your opinion, but it's your opinion. You go ahead and live with it. Yeah, I think that's a good approach. Now, I always try, I always get angry when I hear something that I really don't like, and I want to, like, scream at them or say something nasty. Well, you know, you got to realize one thing. Everyone has opinions. And... If you try to change their opinion, you're going against the norm. You, you, you know, there is, if you have an opinion, that opinion has been with you for the last yeah. whatever years you've lived. Uh-huh. How are we going to change that over a one conversation? You can't. You're right. You're right. You can't. Well, that's, a, that, that's, that's actually excellent because I, I show up here every day. And I spout uh, a number of opinions on things. Now, uh, yeah. a lot of the times, uh, these folks don't agree with me. And then, so when they don't agree with me, I refer to them as stupid. Is that okay? No. That's not okay. Okay. Because they're not stupid. No? If they were stupid, they wouldn't have any opinions at all. Well, what if they, okay, what if I say an opinion that I know is correct? And then they have an opposing opinion that I know is wrong. Is it not okay for me to think they're stupid? No. That's his opinion. That's his opinion. No. That's your opinion. Okay. You you, you say something, often enough, maybe I don't agree with you. If I don't agree with you, I can say, well, that's okay, but that's your opinion. Oh, okay. I say, I don't agree with you. Oh, I got you. Okay. Well, Dad, I've got a number of people who may or may not agree with us who have written in and would love to hear from you and Joanne. Is that okay? Why, sure. Okay. That's the whole object of what we're doing. 
on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, I should well, say. Well, yeah, that's like that. That's that's like the reason why they show up here. They don't even care about me. They just want to hear from you and Joanne. Oh, no, you, you, I, I disagree with you. They care about you. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. Nick writes this. Nick? Uh, yeah, Nick uh, V writes, Hey, Meathead, back when you drank, did you ever have a special hangover cure? He says, I had a bit too much scotch last night and I don't feel well. What do you think? Well, I don't know. I really, right, right at this moment that I'm sitting here talking about drinking and how I felt, I don't have any clue how I felt. <laughs> I think I remember. I was pretty much loaded. And everything is copacetic. Wasn't there a moment when, like, if we would wake up and, like, you and I used to drink together? Well, we would all drink together way back. And then if we woke up feeling terrible, we would drink more. Well, yeah, and a couple, three hours later, I'm all ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a little hair of the dog. You know, you wake up. Yeah, I, I, I've had some hangovers, but uh, yeah. often enough, uh, I, it's been so many years since I've had a drink that I don't really recollect how I Yeah, felt, I, I used to just throw up when you... <laughs> no, I never, I don't think I ever threw up. I would always feel better after I threw up for some reason. No. Okay. I don't think I ever threw up. No. No. That's a miracle because there was a couple of times when I saw you, I don't think I've ever seen someone so hammered in all my life. Yeah, but I wasn't throwing up. No, no, you weren't. Hey, I wanted to keep it in. I wanted that buzz to keep on running. It was a sheer miracle that you didn't. I, I'm like, wow, that is really incredible. <laughs> hey, I recall one time that we used to go, when we were up north, we used to go for night. Hiking, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, we'd get the flashlights and play, uh, like, flashlight tag or whatever it was. Yeah, well, you guys got ahead of me on that walk. I remember that very clearly. Yeah. You all left. All of a sudden, you were so pitch dark and all that, I couldn't see nobody. I right. just laid there by this tr uh, tree trunk. Yeah. And I zonked out. Yeah, I re yeah, and they were, hey, where'd he go? He, like, disappeared. We didn't find you till the morning. <laughs> hey, and nobody cared. Yeah. Somebody, my, my came back and got me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. So, but that's that's memories, you know. Oh, but yeah. You know what? I don't have a lot of memories about, you know. Oh, yes. Oh, come activities. on. As soon as we start talking about it, it, all, it always comes back to everyone, you know? You know? Well, yeah, it's a miracle that you remember. Well, yeah, we had some great times. And I remember you, you were always you were, you were always in charge of fixing the motorcycles. Yeah. Oh, God. So we would go and tear up, you know, the trails and then ah, this thing's running rough and we'd make you like you, you'd have like 50 beers in you and we'd make you rebuild the carburetor on the thing. <laughs> so, hey, it was the day, you know? Yeah. And then you, you take the carburetor apart and then you put it back together and like half the part, you go, okay, it's done. And the half the parts are still there and you just throw them in the garbage. <laughs> The thing still runs somehow. As long as it ran, it was okay. That's incredible. Uh, might be running a little rich. 
Uh, all right. Nate writes this. Dear Meathead, my wife and I have lived in the uh, West Michigan area our entire lives, as do our families. But we're looking to start a new adventure somewhere else. We're selling our home and we're going to leave uh, working for the family business to move to a completely new area in lifestyle. We're looking to get a large piece of land in Kentucky or Tennessee and live a fairly self-sufficient life. Like uh, he's going to have his own farm and have his own livestock and things like that. He says, though this is not like moving from Iran to the United States, I feel like moving to a whole new world uh, compared to what we've known our whole life. What advice do you have about making a big change like this? Sign Nate. Actually, what you're doing is very exciting. It sounds like what he's doing is a very exciting thing. I agree. I agree. uh, So he's making a task like that. Completely move your family from one area that you're accustomed to all of the customs of it to another area, which is totally foreign and brand new. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a task. It's a difficult task up to a point, but then again, if your heart is in it, you can do well. Yeah. It sounds like he just has to be patient and it'll all work itself out. You, you take one thing at a time. You take the most important thing that you have to do where you're going to go to and start to build around that. And don't be in a hurry to get it going overnight. It takes you a long time to get accustomed to that okay. style of life. All right. But you know what? It's the most exciting thing you can do to yourself. It sounds like it. I mean, can you imagine just kind of like uh, raising your own food and, uh, you know, you, Absolutely. you end up living like uh, kind of like a, uh, you know, like you're um, the sole survivor. You're like a loner. This is how people become crazy. Well, not really. Not really. If your heart is in it that you're going to make a good thing, good goal yeah. of it, it's going to work out fine. What if he becomes but like the... Uh, you yeah. can't do it all alone by yourself. You've got to accept help, well, yeah. hopefully from family members. Well, if not, well, it's just... Is this a married person? Yeah, he's married. Him and his wife. I, don't, I mean, what if he becomes like the Unabomber? Well, we're going too far on that. No, okay, all right. It's not going to be a unibomber. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always. It's a task. It's a task to take your life from one style to another style. But in a little while, that style becomes so natural with you that you would just love the fact that you're doing and accomplishing it. Uh Aha. Okay, good. People that are doing things, they don't put value on the thing that they're doing sometimes. If you if that thing that you're doing is an important thing to you, do your best and work with And don't get uptight about things. Okay. Gotcha. All right. That's all good information. I'm sure he will, uh, he will uh, respond to that favorably. I like it. Aram writes, Meathead. Eric has talked about back in the day, you wearing a gold medallion. Yeah, well, okay. He says, what did it look like and do you still have it? No, I have. And in fact, 
I, I never never wore a gold one. It was a silver one. Tiny little thing. Yeah. And I don't have it. I don't know where it's at. Okay. But that was a, that was a thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, everyone has a thing. Uh-huh. Or maybe uh-huh. several things. You do it, and then eventually you either pitch it or get rid of it. Yeah, that, or, was, a, that was the way we dressed back then. I mean. Oh, yeah. I want to see the medallion. Yes. Um, she's, she's got the picture of that. It's not a medallion. Oh, okay. I don't remember what it looked like, but she does. she's got a mind of an ostrich. Maybe when I was little, it just looked like a medallion to me. I don't know. She's got a, wait a minute. Did you say she has a mind like an ostrich? Yeah. <laughs> an ostrich remembers things. Ostrich will come back six years later and butt your butt. Is it really? If you, if you damage him. Wow. Ten years ago, and he saw you ten years later, he'll get you. Oh, Rob, I'm not like that. No, but I'm just saying she remembers. So let she me... great memory. I wish I had that memory. Let me, uh... Let me, I, I wrote this down, Dad. It says, uh, <laughs> if you damage an ostrich ten years ago, he'll come back and bite you. Yes. <laughs> when he saw you, he'll get you. He said he remembers... Ah, oh, yeah. ...that he had a problem with you, and you messed him up. All right. Okay. Well, my sidekick uh, over here says, how do you know? Well, I know. I'm yeah, a, I mean, obviously. I'm, I'm a great rememberer. Yes, you are a great rememberer, and, you've, uh, and you've, you, you're very well read. You know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John writes this. Hey, Ruben, is it wrong for me to pay my ex-wife's final child support payment in all pennies? So he's got one more child support payment, however much it is. He wants to go get all pennies and put them in a bucket and just give them to her. Well, I'll ask you a question, Ron. What does it do for you by giving them in pennies? Yeah, that's his children. That's your child or children. You supported them. Why do you begrudge it? Yeah. That's it. I, you know, I, I couldn't have said that any better. Uh, I think he knows the answer. I think he'll do. I'm the, sure he does. I, I'm sure he'll do the right thing. He doesn't strike me as the type to do something hey, listen, like that. Uh, I don't know if I should say this on television or not, but I I paid child support. Well, yeah, yeah, of course you did. I never begrudged it. Every every week or month, or I don't remember how I paid it. Every month I send it. That that's my responsibility to take care of my children. That's what you, uh, yeah, that's kind of the way it works, you know. Sure. Yeah. And begrudging it is nothing. The only reason, you, what the hell? If you were married, you, your kids are living with you, all the expenses of a child or children yeah. are on you, right. so you're still continuing on pay, by paying it. Correct. Correct. You know, I don't know why men grudge paying child support. Well, the wife takes the money and takes care of the kids. Yes, when you um when you got divorced, because um, there's a difference between child support and alimony. Did you get an? Did you have to pay alimony as well? I pay child support. 
Just, Whatever the law uh, asked yeah. me to do, I did that. Yeah, yeah. And that was a, well, I figured that money is a child support. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I mean, along with it, well, the wife has to be living, too, you know. How she does the money to for, uh, for her to take care of herself as well as the children is something uh -huh. Okay. Perfect. So, around, that is around, right? Uh, that was John, actually. John, I'm sorry. John, uh, don't be grudged. Yeah, Just you'll be fine. Pay it. It's going to take you X amount of years, and the children become adults. And you know what? They're going to look at you with a lot of respect, the fact that you supported them yeah. and took care of them. And listen, put away the animosity. That's a good idea. I think that that's, that's, that's great advice. You uh, dealing with it. Oh, here's my child support. Well, what the hell? If the child lived with you in your house and you were raising him, right, right. how much are you spending to do that? Now, um, one thing I'm curious about, uh, alimony is uh, what you pay the wife. Yeah. And you didn't have to do that? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, we call it child support. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I don't know what the law calls it. Yeah. Uh, well, there's there are two different things. Child support is for the children and alimony. Like, let's say um, you're a doctor and your wife is just a stay-at-home mom and she doesn't have a job. Well, when the doctor and the mom get divorced, the doctor has to pay child support for the children and the wife then gets a payment monthly um, because she doesn't have a means to support herself. Okay. You know, because I, she... She, uh, uh, I don't think that was our case. Okay. She did not work and didn't get a career because she was taking care of the family. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember what your mom did, but, uh, yeah, I think she worked. She had a job, didn't she? I think so. Uh, yeah. Adam writes, dear meathead. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Do you have good a morning? Good morning. Right back to you, Adam. He says, uh, do you have a favorite painter? Van Gogh, Rembrandt, Michelangelo? Picasso, thank you for your insights into why and for any embellishments. Signed, Adam. Adam, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you so much. You know. Yeah. Do you, so, do you have a favorite painter, Dad? I really don't because I'm not into painting, but I know their names. And they're pretty famous people. Picasso, for instance, is, is one of the big ones. Uh, I, I don't pay attention to those things. So, I don't uh, either. Fortunately, I can't give you any kind of no. insight. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a favorite painter. I'm just like whatever. It all looks good to me. I you know that they're famous people. <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you. I mean, if a little, if a five year old kid does scribble scrabble on a piece of paper, to me, that's good enough. I'll just put that on the wall, you know. Uh, I, I do. Yeah, I encourage you. Hey, that's cool. That's yeah. good looking. Yeah, uh, do another one here, and then, and then make it bigger. And then when they leave, you just throw it in the garbage, you know. No, well, I don't want to be known. No. Uh, in fact, uh, in fact, we got some stuff in there stuck in there. Yeah. Uh, don't we, Joanne? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just scribble. Yeah, I just want you to know. Hey, we got them stuck to the refrigerator. When you guys go to heaven, we're going to throw all that stuff away. I'm just letting you know. Eventually we will. <laughs> you know. uh, Rob writes this. Dear Meathead, uh, a guy I know 
needs to get a special certification for a CDL license. But he keeps putting it off. He keeps procrastinating. What should I say to him to get it done? First of all, I did forget what CDL, what does it stand for? Uh, commercial driver's license. Okay. Now, uh, give me that uh, uh, statement that you made. Yeah. What is it that he wants to know? Well, his uh, Rob's uh, knows a guy who has to take this test for the CDL. And the guy okay. keeps like putting it off and putting it off. Oh, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. And uh, he keeps wanting. He says, yeah, you should get that test. You you know, it's going to help you. And the guy's like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it. You know, one of those attitudes. Well, listen, if you don't do it, you don't get the job. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So what is the sense of putting it off? I don't know. I think the guy's just kind of. You know, he, he he can't really commit for some reason. He's got just kind of like, uh, I don't know why. I think he's just an idiot. Well, the commitments have nothing to do with it. When you get a commitment and get a license or whatever it is, you've got it. You can always use it. Yes, it, it may, it's, you're absolutely right. Do it. You're absolutely right. That guy should do it. My gosh, yes. That's something you can fall back on eventually if you do. Yes. If you do need it, you fall back on you, it. That's, that is a great fallback plan. You're so absolutely get it correct. Get the system. I think that guy is going to do it. I think if he doesn't now, hearing you talk frankly about it, then I don't know what's, what his problem is. Well, I would say this. What is he afraid of? I think he's afraid you know, that he's going to fail. I think that's what he's afraid of. Well, study some more. Yeah, just study the book, right? You know, study the book, and that can come back to give you, you asshole, an Rob. someday. Yeah, I mean, it, his other job might dry up, you know, because he, whatever, Absolutely. says the you N-word. no clue what your life is going to hold. Yeah. What the future is. You got a job right now, you're happy with it, or you're comfortable why do the other one suppose that job that you got right now eventually falls right and it happens yeah it does happen okay now you got something to fall back on i like the way you're thinking i think that that guy should do it too for sure all right remember dad if you damage an ostrich 10 years ago <laughs> he's gonna come it's back, come to, back bite to bite you bite you and Joanne has a mind like an ostrich. Oh, yeah. She reminds me things that I have forgotten for so long. Oh, I know it. You don't bite me with it, but she, yeah. if I need to get it, uh, you know, deserve whatever it is. They're not bad. They're good things. And I really crack up on the fact that oh, she yeah. remembers it. So, Dad, <laughs> we got to start planning uh, uh, your birthday, uh, in March 17, you turn 88. Um, God bless America. <laughs> and I was doing some math with you. I was doing yeah, some, yeah, some math yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If, if we can we get, we'll have ourselves a nice, yeah. huge dish of, well, it won't be sushi, but what would it be? Lobster. Okay. If we can get you to live to 108 years old. Oh my God! Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I I'll be uh, seventy, uh, seventy one or seventy two, and my brother Mike will be eighty three or eighty four. Oh, 
Wow. Oh, man, I would welcome that. So that's the goal. We're going to try to get you up to 108. All right? We want, I want to see you on the news. Well, we're headed that direction, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Joanne, Dad, I appreciate the time. As always, you guys are spectacular. Everybody loves you. You're the you're the only reason why people love this show so much. It's because oh, of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll tell you what. I'm grateful to you that you created this situation for us. And it really, we're looking forward to this every every week. Oh, we, we love it, and we're so glad that you do. Thank you. Okay, I got to go check on Kevin. You know, he's downstairs in a neck brace, so I'm going to go check on him. All right, and listen, uh, tell him I love him and hug your baby. You know who that is, don't you? My my, my lovely wife? Your Diana. My baby. Diana. Yes, and then the kids, of course, grandkids, all the, all that stuff. Forget the grandkids. Forget the grandkids. Okay, forget the grandkids. Forget the grandkids. We're really trying to forget them. All right. Well, you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Okay, honey. Okay, Dave. We'll talk to you some other time. Okay, I love you too, guys. Bye. And the cats in the cradle and the suit.